Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? I don't know how steamy it is, This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly because the real man. Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I am so happy that we are in a new year, new season. I'm telling you, 2017 has yet to be seen. There are a lot of amazing things that's going to happen for me and you and you and you. Yes, and you. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. It is coming. You got to believe, people. You got to believe. You got to believe. And that's what we're going to be talking about on the show here today is being able to take your mind and rise above all of your situations. Mind over matter is what is often referred to. And it's true and it does happen. I'm going to tell you exactly how to make that happen. So first we're going to say goodbye to 2016, it's gone, it's over. Whatever's happened or didn't happen, let it go, let it go, because there's always tomorrow and tomorrow, so you have your future to look forward to. So let's start the show this morning about taking our mind and making a decision. You know, I always think it's a conscious decision because we have to decide. You have to tell your mind that I am not doing that. I am deciding now that I'm going to go forward. I am deciding now that I want a new job. I am deciding now that I'm not going to let you get on my nerves. I am deciding now that I'm going to take control of my household, my kids, my relationship. We have to make those decisions and decide. Mind over matter is what it is, and that's what we're going to talk about here today. Ron Chapman is in the building with me. He is an author, speaker, and facilitator of approaches that produce breakthroughs. So this man knows what he's talking about. So when he steps into the cafe with me, ladies, gentlemen, and starts to speak, I want you to listen. Take out your pad and pen and be true to yourself as he gives us breakthrough information of how to get over situations in our lives. Let's give it up and welcome to the cafe, Ron Chapman. Good morning, Ron. How are you? I'm good, Soy. How about you? I am doing wonderful, wonderful. I appreciate you hanging out with me. Tell people, what is your favorite morning beverage? Oh, I like a really strong cup of black Spanish roast coffee. Um, and Spanish roast, I didn't, I didn't know this for a long time. The Spanish roast is is an especially dark roast, so you get um, an even bolder flavor than you might otherwise get. It's like not up you know, to, to the espresso level, but um, I'm a sucker for it. I because I like strong things. What can I say? 
Hey. Oh, okay. That's like another topic. That's another show. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can talk about we can talk about strong coffee. There you go. Well, being in the cafe with you, Ron, we can talk about a lot of things, a lot of things. But today we're going to talk about mind over matter. And to be quite honest, Ron, I think that that is the approach to most challenges we have in life. Don't you think so? Well, you know, the truth of the matter is that there's a whole lot of evidence that when we get focused, when we when we get that inner mental horsepower targeted, a whole lot of stuff can come of it. So, yeah, that's a, it's, it's a provocative thought and uh, pushes people, I think, a bit to get over the obstacles in their lives. I know you you talk about that a lot in 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 your segments um, from from time to time. I, I've heard you and listened to you throughout 2016, and the advice that you've given me, I've, it's proven to be true in, mm-hmm. in my walk in various places of my life. But when you speak to your clients about um, their breakthrough and about getting out of their own way. Mm-hmm. What messages do do you share with them about that whole concept? Well, interestingly enough, Soy, the, the uh, typically the the entry to that conversation is usually people want to talk about some apparent skills lack or um, you know some kind of impediment in the in the outer world. And at some point in time, what I really want to get to in them is what some might call their limiting beliefs or limiting perspectives about themselves. And so truly that becomes the mind over matter proposition because if you can get a look at how people view themselves or view what's possible for themselves, you can usually find out why they're unable to go some places that they might otherwise like to go. Uh, this is kind of, I mean, it's classic in the prosperity prosperity movement work. Uh, but more importantly, uh, I find it developmentally that 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 people have some real limiting perceptions about who they are, what they can do, and that pretty much stops them in their tracks because they got to get over it in order to go to the places they want to. Is that does that make sense? Yeah, you know, you say that. I'm thinking about things like doubt. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about things like finance. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about things about like um, past um, learned behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, where sometimes I know that, that for me, at one point I was looking at things in my life and thinking like, well, why why do I do this? Why do mm-hmm. I say this? Or why do I not do this? And sometimes it, it can come from things that our parents did or things that we saw um, happen to us or grown up as a child. And we just adopted, you know, those oh, yeah. behavioral patterns. Yeah. yeah. And, and for no other reason than that, we just do things because... We've always done it. Sure. And, and, you know, there's all kinds of interesting ones. Uh, I, I mean, I'll start with some of the, the ones that are more obvious. The, uh, gender ones are, are, are fairly common. Um, it's not unusual for women, for example, for, for essentially some kind of a message to be, well, who do you think you are? Right? I mean, what, what, what makes you think you should, you know, fill in the blank? Um, and sometimes that comes from men. Sometimes it comes from families and communities. Uh you know, it's fairly common when I when I work with, for a while I was doing a lot of work with young men and young women, 18, 19 in college, and the, the degree to which their parental imprint affected them, 
I, I mean, so, you know, a guy who really wants to explore art, but he was told that the only purpose for him would be something like engineering. Uh, the woman who, despite having a really good brain for economics, uh, had been told that, that the, everybody knew that women couldn't be economists. Uh, the the young woman who came out of a blue-collar background, just the fact that she was in college had required her to push past the idea that people from her background, and especially women from her background, shouldn't, um, shouldn't think for a moment that they ought to go to college. Uh, fairly common either with uh, groups, uh, groups, individuals from minority groups, uh, immigrant groups. I mean... You know, take someone who's a first generation, you know, fill in the blank, Vietnamese, um, mm. and and the, the the messages about what might or might not be possible for them can be incredibly strong. To say nothing of the kind of damaging beliefs that we get, where again, classically, this happens to women. You know, where you're told as a little girl that you're stupid. Um, well, mm. well, you know, trying to get over believing you're stupid is no small deal, and that can be a huge limiting belief. So, uh, and now I remember one guy I worked with who, I mean, he really, he really could be an artist, but God, he'd been bludgeoned about what a frou-frou career art was, um, and had to do a, had to do a tremendous amount of work to get over the shame and the guilt to pursue it and ultimately was successful. But, um, if you, if, if you take a good hard look at those kinds of limiting beliefs, sometimes they explain where it is we're stuck in our lives. Yeah, you know, and, and hear, hearing about that artist guy really, I think I think I felt a pinch uh, mm. when when you described that because I I can see how mind over matter just in that and used in that negative way mm-hmm. can really impact people that the fear of, mm-hmm. of doing something different is just so embedded that mm-hmm. they won't even try because of what they've heard or have been led to believe. The, the mind is, mm-hmm. is really a powerful thing. Well, it's, it's self-reinforcing. There was a, there have been a, a variety of studies about um, what happens in animal brains when, when they are conditioned. Uh, the one I'm remembering is where they put some kind of a big, you know, sharp-toothed fish in a tank, and they uh, put a, a see-through glass barrier in the middle of the tank, and then they dropped feed bait fish into the other side, and the the fish just, you know, kept slamming into the divider glass. And eventually, they took the they took the glass out, um, but the fish would never cross that line because it had been, you know, bludgeoned into behaving. So it it takes us. I know you. I know you kind of like the spiritual angle on things, and part of where this takes us to is that great line from Jesus about um, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what that's telling us is, it's like so. So at the same time that you're wanting to go towards, let's say, a a, a better idea, right? A better self perception, a better possibility, a a new frame of mind. Uh, you have to simultaneously do that. That would be the new wine in that spiritual analogy. Um, and, and you have to also work with the stuff, the old wineskin, that would limit you from having that expression. Mm. And, and you seemingly have to do both because the old mind will undermine anything we might try and do differently while the new mind needs space to become our new reality. 
Uh, and and then you know, there's a lot of research that shows that that you know we uh, we we interpret the world through these these ways we have of seeing, which is all about our perception and our beliefs and and who we think we are. Who do you think you are, Ron Chapman, empowering people? <laughs> you know, you know. Howard Howard Schultz has this this uh, quote that 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 I'm going to share. I'm going to read, yeah. which says, "When you're surrounded by people who share a passionate commitment around a common purpose, anything is possible." And so it sounds like uh, what what you just shared uh, was the importance of having a supportive um, support group around anyone who is trying to change um, their mindset. And it's very important that we're embedded in in a certain kind of positive environment that's going to help us to reinforce because I I don't think think we can change by ourselves. That's just my opinion. I think change is is, is difficult, and and it's hard for those who listen. I don't care what it is. You're trying to do change is difficult. It's 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 challenging. You will find mm-hmm. temptation. I mean, the moment the moment you say, "I'm not going to eat any more meat," there goes burgers are on sale, two for one. Someone <laughs> wants to offer you something, you know. Yep. <laughs> the moment you decide, there goes temptation. Yeah. So, yeah. No matter what it is, you know, I I think that it's difficult, and and we need help. We we all need yeah. help. To make change in in our lives. Yeah, you know, there's there's a there's been a um, a lot of really interesting work done on behavioral change in that area, and and yeah, without some supports, soy we don't change, right? It's kind of like one of my one of my fun ones here in Atlanta is we all know we should probably get out and exercise and walk more, but you know, in mm-hmm. Atlanta because of all the lack of sidewalks and stuff, it's dangerous walking in Atlanta. So tell everybody they should go out for a walk, give them no sidewalks, make them walk in the street. What do you think will happen? Well, the answer is the supports aren't there. They won't change their behavior. Um, I mean, if we look at this, a lot of this work has been done in the area of impulse control around food. And, uh, you know, late (laughs) put put someone in a coffee shop and sell them those giant (laughs) plate-sized cookies, right? You know what they do? And tell them not to eat the whole cookie. <laughs> and, and it's like all kinds of us, we, we just can't pull it off. Um, so, so those are all reflective of how much support we need, both in our environment, the circumstances we find ourselves in, the people. Um, there's an old uh, deal called the crab pot analogy where any time, and this is actually true, if you go to the beach and collect a bunch of crabs, you know, if you're, for your she crab soup or whatever, Mm-hmm. Um, any crab that tries to crawl out of the pail, the other crabs will grab them to try and hope they'll get pulled up, but they end up pulling the crab back in. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we need, we're going to need, need new playmates, new playgrounds, um, any number of things, because we just don't change because we make up our mind. So the mind is powerful, but unless we do some things in the physical environment, it makes it harder to succeed with the mind, um, which is why behavior change is so darn hard. Hard it is. Yes, it is. But we're going to crack the code. We'll be right back with Ron Chapman. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. 
It's your girl, Soy, and I'm in the cafe with the author, speaker, facilitator, and creator of Seeing True, Ron Chapman. Ron, I specifically remember a segment of one of the presentations that you did. I think the title was um, Getting Over Yourself. And in that <laughs> segment, I, I, I had a, a takeaway from that because I remember something you said and it was I felt like you were talking directly to me well you were talking directly to me but I felt like you you saw something in me and and it caused me to you know look in the mirror and see a reflection and seeing it in myself so you, you talked about our belief system and and when you mentioned um getting uh getting over yourself it, it's kind right. of like we have to re, we have to remove ourselves out of the way and 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 look at um like our passion or our purpose or or, or, or things like that and, and not let our our view of of where we think we could go mm-hmm. limit us to where we can be mhm yeah mm-hmm. very very and by the way I was laughing cuz because uh, I love that title getting over yourself cuz it <laughs> it either it either piques the interest of someone who's on the listening end or it annoys them right off the bat cuz it's like how dare you tell me to get over myself but <laughs> hey um there it is right is uh uh my inability to move past myself my belief about who I am who I ought to be how I ought to do it uh, I mean, I suspect you ran into some of this when you decided you were going to start up a radio program because that was brand new for you. And it's like, oh, who do you think you are? And uh, but but it, it, this idea of getting over yourself and literally, you can you can view that as elevated above yourself. You know, when you were talking about mission or passion or purpose or um, fulfillment, I mean, that's what we're talking about—that we need something that's bigger than us. Something that calls us forward, calls us to leave our petty selves behind. Uh, so over and over again, we are, we and our self-importance perhaps, uh, our our reluctance to make a fool of ourselves, um, we, we, we have to let something bigger than us, a, a passion, a purpose, a mission, a vision, uh, cause us to get over ourselves, because otherwise we'll just continue to be in our own way. Um, so that's probably, that may even be better than the last time you heard me say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so it's so intriguing. It's always like hearing it for for the first time, every time, yeah. because it's, it's, it's so relevant. And, and I think not only when I hear it again do I hear it mm-hmm. with my ears, I, I think I hear it with my heart, yeah. you know, and I can think about whether I'm in the way of myself mm-hmm. and, and if I'm, you know, and, and if and I'm doing the right thing to be sure that I am not in the way of, sure. of getting to where I'm supposed to be. And, yeah. and, you know, part of what we have to acknowledge there is, and, and you know, if you're trying to go someplace that's, you know, a, a passion-fueled place. I mean, we have to acknowledge. I mean, it's hard sometimes. I mean, it is, you know, we need to, this isn't like we just need to pretend like it's not difficult. Um, because anybody who's trying to go someplace extraordinary or that's completely off the beaten path for themselves, I mean, it's going to be difficult. There'll be frustrations, discouragements. I mean, all those forces line up because 
because because things want to stay the status quo, and 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 so we we don't want to uh, we don't want to poo poo the fact that this is difficult. So we want to name it as difficult, acknowledge the challenges, name what we can, and then we take a deep breath and we say, okay, let's do this deal, um, which actually is a is a prayer I use quite often um, when I'm encountering my own difficulties with God knows what, is I, I, uh, I'll say it, it's like, okay, here's what it is, and here's my frustration, and, and then I really do, I mean, soy, I really do take a deep breath. It's like, okay, all right, let's do this deal. Um, and I'm I'm not approaching I'm not approaching it necessarily with um, I don't know with with certitude uh, I'm a, I'm approaching it with clarity that I'm just going to have to do this deal um, and and that is clearly a mind over matter because my own you know my own uh, my own resistance my own reluctance my own um, I'm not often lazy, but you know my own inertia, my own tendency to what's that line for for objects to, to that are at rest to stay at rest. I mean, when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm uh, when I'm lethargic, it is it is hard to push myself past myself. Um, and 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 I guess what goes part and parcel in that is uh, we and we were we were chatting about this earlier, and sometimes we need to take care of ourselves because. We're just worn out, or it's too much. But, but we come back to it, take the deep breath, and say, "Okay, let's do this deal." I have two more words that I want to share with you, okay. and I want to get your feedback on them okay. based on the conversation that we have in mind of a matter. And mm-hmm. the first word is ego. Where, yeah. where does ego fit into this? And the second so, word, pendulum. Sure. Okay. There would be a lot of argument about what ego is, but I'll, I'll sort of go with a, what I think is a classical way of looking at that. Um, and I'm going to use you just because you're, you're the focus of what I'm going to say here. Um, the ego is that part of soy that is um, fixed and static um, and probably looks a lot like a personality. Um, and it holds you together. I mean, we need one on planet Earth. It's not to be, you know, minimized. We we need an ego. We need a soy ego, a soy personality. But who you are is not that, right? I mean, who you are is what we would commonly call a soul, who has some path that, you know, is necessary for whatever reason it is. And so the ego, the the soy who believes she's soy is limited by beliefs, limited by possibilities, limited by experience. Um, it's static. It doesn't really want to try anything new. But you and your soul, you know, the, the, the real soy, um, it's unbounded. It's, it's, it's unlimited potential. And so the mistake we make is we become identified with the ego and we think we're that personality rather than understanding that we're a soul with this unlimited potential. Um, mm. Now the pe- the pendulum effect is kind of a um, well. There's a couple ways to look at about, look at that. One of them is I'm going to go someplace. I have a friend who uh, who does some pretty cool coaching work, and she uses a pendulum. Uh, you know, it's a small for those who don't know. It's a, typically a weighted kind of object. Uh, in her case, it is made out of pewter, as I recall, and it's fairly largeish. And she has it on a chain. 
and she uses it um, as she's assessing things. Like she'll be in conversation with me, mm-hmm. at, oftentimes on the phone, and she'll be using it to see um, how it is affected by the things she is asking and especially by the things I'm saying. So some would say we can use a pendulum uh, in that case uh, to to true ourselves up. I also like the idea of the pendulum, though, that, you know, the the mass uh, the the massive object that that moves from um, direct from side to side is it has mass and it mm-hmm. will tend to keep going. Um, and mm-hmm. so the pendulum effect for me is this idea that I can count on some momentum, but I need to mm-hmm. remember that there's always a reverse momentum that will come. That things don't just stay in an indefinite, um, uh, you know, path forever. Uh, and and I can co-opt that energy. I can I can ride that energy based on where it's taking me. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting word to ask me about, Soy. Now, now, in in the independent of that, Ron. Mm-hmm. So let let's say that we mm-hmm. the pendulum is moving, and yep. and as we know, it does go from 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 side to side. Yeah. When is there anything scientifically? spiritually is there anything that will cause it to shift to a higher or or to a wider perspective of movement you know Ah. does it does it yeah what is there anything scientifically (laughs) that what causes it to shift well now we're back into mind over matter because the the basic physics would are you know the the mass of it and uh, the force of gravity and so forth is going to going to dictate what happens um, because we believe that mind is a power in its own right, there's an argument that says, well, mind can alter matter. Uh, in fact, the, the quantum physics says that the very act of even watching a pendulum affects the movement of the pendulum. Um, so, and of course, I guess if you get into some really big spiritual space, there are those who, um, who probably say there's a whole lot of potential to alter it. But I don't think most of us probably have access. Yeah, but in any event, that that's good feedback. That's the tools yeah. to to work with. And I, I know one one thing, just being human, sometimes we don't always get the answer we want. Sometimes solving the problem, <laughs> yeah. we it may we may not want that the answer that 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 comes up, you know. And it's hard mm-hmm. for us to to abide by that. Sometimes the the answer mm-hmm. is to leave, you know, leave mm-hmm. a situation or to leave a job or to leave a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not what we want, so we stay in there and, and endure yeah. things, um, which we may not have had to do because that's not what we think uh, the the answer should be. Or, you yeah. know, it may be to keep going, hang in there a little longer, and we see well, yeah, other man. stuff called, and we bail out. Yeah. So, yeah. I think you're. I think you're right, and and um, we don't we don't know. You know, we get these ideas about how what fulfillment will look like. Uh, but mm. but but we don't we don't actually know, and so I, th- I think you're right. It's like sometimes you do have to say to yourself, "Okay, I'm not sure this is the fruitful path, so I'm going to have to have to change the path." But I'm still after the same fulfillment, whatever that may be. Because um, in the end, we don't. I mean, let's face it. There's, I mean, every everybody at some point has created a, a good plan for themselves. And if we're all really honest, we will admit that the magic of plans is not the plan; it's the thinking followed by the rethinking. Because every plan is, 
you know, only as good as it's good for the moment you wrote it. And then life, life happens and, and you get to alter your plan. Um, I mean, that's, that's the nature of things, which doesn't mean you shouldn't plan. It means that we, we have to keep persisting and following up and altering based on reality, right? You are so right, and it's too bad we're out of time. So tell the folks, what's new with you, Ron? Thank you for asking. Uh, well, first of all, what's new? Uh, on January 8th, January 14th, and February 4th, I've got three forgiveness workshops, um, basically the same content but different approach. Um, you can, If you happen to be on Facebook, you can track them down on Facebook. I'm writing about those all the time. You can also find them at ronaldchapman.com. So um, people go check it out. All right. Well, check it out. Thanks for being on the show with me today, Ron. I really appreciate you chatting with you today. Thank you, Soy. It, it was a treat as always. Well, my wrap-up, my wrap-up for the day, folks, is that, you know, you be careful about your ego. You be careful that it is a clear reflection of what you want it to be. You know, I believe that our ego is a representation or representative that shows up on our behalf. So be careful with that. It can make or break you. And as far as the pendulum effect, don't get caught up so much about the routine of things that you don't make change in your life, and you get so happy with doing the, the same thing day in, day out. And remember that change your mind, you'll change everything that matters, and even become aware of things that don't matter. So until next week, until next week, um, be safe, be blessed. Also, let me spill the beans a little bit and let you know that next week we're actually going to talk to people who have practiced these concepts and let them share what happened to them and how they decided to push through their circumstances and go after their dreams, and they are addressing challenges and issues in their lives. So today we talked about concepts. Today we're going to hear from real people, all on Coffee Talk with Soy. It's been an awesome week. I look forward to seeing you all right here on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. I just love this show. Coffee Talk with Soy, that is your new morning show, where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had, yes indeed. Don't forget to download the app Coffee Talk with Soy from your app store. It's now available by iTunes or Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected by visiting the website www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com as well as looking for us on your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.